Hey, my name is Chris McAllister, and I spent 10 years rabidly chasing my goals. A custom-built home at age 22, a custom-dream home for my family at age 27, a millionaire on paper. I spoke for large audiences. I led a nonprofit where I had a large team, and it all came crashing down. Eviction notice, a box of Cheerios I couldn't buy, I could barely feed my family, my wife sold her engagement ring, and I've spent the last eight years obsessively studying, teaching, coaching others on what I have to remind myself of every day day, that the key to finding sustainable happiness, that sustainable flow, is to unblock yourself from self-sabotage and be at your best. My goal is to guide you through fear by slowing down the moment to help you harness your energy. This podcast will talk you through the stress and help you feel calm and organized. Hey, welcome. Hopefully you noticed the new intro and the aim of the podcast this year is going to be helping you take a big picture journey that is broken down into small steps. It's like 10,000 steps. Uh, And we're going to rally around a number of ideas this year that are going to progressively help you live out your vision and build relationships around you, to live with your mission with clarity, and to build the party that you'd want to be a part of or, or the community. And to start that off, I want to stir up your vision. And for me, when I talk about the word vision, I think that word sometimes doesn't get really explained very well. And all I mean by that is something that you feel, see, or hear about your future that you want to move forward. Um, It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be massive. Um, There are a lot of people that I think feel stuck at some points. They just don't have vision at that moment, and and they can try to force it. And we don't want to do that. We don't want to force it. Um, We want to sit with our fear, our pain, and let that shape us. And I'll, I'll hit that in a second. But sometimes for some of us, we don't really have a vision that's ours. We're living with their vision. There's the pressure, the should. Uh, Some of us falsely believe that to have a big vision uh, is too much hype, and I am anti-hype. I think hype is dangerous. Uh, Hype is when you ignore reality and try to get yourself somewhere positive. No, we want to face reality but then have a positive outlook that knows that we can grow through it. And so I'm not afraid to, to have a really big vision. And then maybe for some of you, it's just looking at it and going, oh, I don't, I don't need a big one here. I just need something small to grab a hold of. Wherever you find yourself, whatever you've been through, I can tell you that I know what it means to live through the cycles of vision in small and big ways. Uh, I've had numerous efforts where I've spent years trying to turn around an organization and the ebb and flow of the highs from winning and the lows from losing and wanting to quit. Uh, I remember a summer I just couldn't wake up. Uh, It was hard. It was grueling. I can also think of smaller things where I needed to learn how to sleep again or change my health, and I needed to think about baby steps that were just going to help me get on the path that I wanted to get on. So what I want to do real quick is give you five cycles or that vision goes through, and this is something that I've used for probably seven 
or eight years, maybe longer, actively trying to pay attention to where am I at right now from a vision standpoint with my life? What cycle am I in? And then how do I get ready for the next one? So, you know, I've had people that uh, backed out of, I remember a, a building campaign that I was helping lead and somebody got mad with some changes I made and a million dollar campaign backed out. You know, nonprofit leadership is complex. Uh, I've seen a lot of money come and go in a business deal because fortunes in business go as fast as they come. Can't They can do that. Um, in all that I've seen, I want to make sure that you get one idea regarding living out vision. You want to grasp the big picture and make it as vivid and real as possible and then understand the small steps. So life favors the bold, it does, but there's a tension because you want to nail the small steps consistently. We want to take this journey of 10,000 steps, and you don't want to lose sight of the overarching reality. You see that? Both of those. So executing a vision is cyclical, and you're going to return through this cycle over and over. There are five modes that you want to learn to notice, and you might be one in one for a few months or go through all five in one day. And I've used awareness of this to, like I said, change small things in my life and big things. The first one is you get bothered. You got to get bothered. A hardship stokes your inner fire or smothers it. And I've seen enough people respond in both ways to understand um, you can learn to stoke your inner fire. Everything this podcast has covered up to this point could help you stoke that inner fire. Go back to the first 12 episodes. They'll lay a progression out for you to do that. But I want to pay attention to what lights my fire. That's essential for knowing where to invest my time and energy. What bothers you about your life? What problems do you wish you could solve for yourself and others? These could be small first world problems, but by knowing where you're bothered, you can figure out things that'll move you forward and your life. Part of being bothered might be tapping into some deep anger. This can give you a clue for what'll shape the trajectory of your work. So first we get bothered. Second, we prepare. Now few pay attention to what bothers them. Even fewer Take any steps to prepare and make changes. So you want to study. You study yourself. You study the market. You learn about who you are and what's happening and what's going on inside of you when you put yourself out there, why you don't put yourself out there. I don't have to go big, but I need to go. I need to start. And you'll learn more and prepare better by approaching things like it's a laboratory. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to fail. I don't have to get the big wins. I can make these small bets and learn. So I get bothered, I prepare, then I focus. As I'm preparing, I'm focusing in more and more and more. I'm, I'm zeroing in. I may not be zeroed in yet, but I'm zeroing in. Because as you start off anything, you want to make a change in a health habit, you want to make a change in the tra- trajectory of your career, you want to accomplish a big vision, you will face distraction. The more you move forward, the more distraction you'll face. Fear will press in so ferociously, you'll feel like you're being resisted because you are. If it was easy to make the change, everybody else would make the change. Um, So for the few that start anything, many break away at this stage because they just start losing focus. They start trying to please everybody or they get consumed with being busy and that drug inoculates their fear. They think being busy is accomplishing something. Look, you'll sweat, your heart will race, but you can focus. And after you've learned to focus You start to execute at a higher level. So you're bothered, you prepare, you focus, you execute. You face this daily threat of distraction, 
Now you can execute even more. And this is a statement I've said before, but I want to say it again if you went through the mantras that I did on the podcast. But life is more about 10,000 small choices and steps that move you in a direction than the few big epic movements. Epic movements happen, but you'll be ready for those when you learn to get in a habit of taking a step every day toward the vision. So we want to pay attention to the small steps, the micro movements that keep you attuned from chasing any kind of fantasy. You want to learn to pay attention to subtle, simple solutions that unblock your flow so that you can give your best efforts rather than just trying to attempt something complex. You get that deep gaze necessary for a big vision, but you don't miss the peripheral vision necessary to adjust and pivot. Uh, So one of the things we'll talk about is how to build your calendar on a weekly flow so you can keep it moving forward. How to set goals around your desires, not the stuff you're pressured to do. Now, you're bothered, you prepare, you, you focus, you execute. After you execute, you celebrate. You can celebrate big things and small things, but gratitude changes your brain. You relax. So you can enjoy the present, even though you have a giant vision for the future that still feels far off. You're not covering up present concerns. You're paying attention to them, but you're celebrating the ground that you took, the daily wins and the big wins. This opens you up to play. So if you're losing energy or losing focus or losing momentum, learn to pay attention to what cycle you're in and repeat, repeat, repeat. I can't help but think about Leonardo da Vinci when I talk about vision. I mean, there are so many of us that sell ourselves short and we don't think we can chase our inspirations. We don't think we can go after them, go after our vision. And you think about this. Da Vinci is living at a time when someone else is toiling away, doing work, thinking, I've got to do this work. This is what I'm supposed to do. I've got to take care of my family. And he is imagining. He's doing these drawings. He's exploring synesthesia, combining senses, and doing different things to open himself up. Did he work hard? Absolutely. Did he go after the vision? Yes. But you think about all the people that didn't. You know, I can imagine somebody who believed a lie. I don't deserve to do the work that I enjoy. I don't deserve to put my head on the pillow at night and feel grateful to be alive at what I've been able to do today. I think of somebody else who rejected uh, the thing inside of them that was trying to wake them up to feel, see, and hear a different vision. And instead, they just gave in to the pressure of the shoulds. They didn't have that audacity to actually build their work around the joy, the pain, the magic, and the play. They, couldn't, they succumbed to the societal norms and conventional thinking. So let's stir up some vision. If I could just ask you some questions right now. Uh, I said about the bothered part, you know, what bothers you. But we can even explore it in a way that we think about, you know, what you do every day. What did you do as a child that was play? Where might that have been a glimpse of work as a play? What frustrates you? What do you wish you could make better or change? What do you do that feels magical? Or what do you do where a a moment seems to move in slow motion? There are times when, I know this sounds weird, I'm meeting with people and maybe it's a coaching meeting or it's a strategy session with a company and I feel like I'm running with a football and I've got it tucked and I just know when to spin and when to jump And it all slows down. It's a moment that feels magical and like play. What challenges are you currently facing that you might have faced before in a different way as a child and you want to learn to access what you did then so you can do it now?
There's always lies and shoulds that can give us false direction. We want to learn to stir up that vision and ask, is this a time to be bothered, to prepare, to execute, to focus, or to celebrate? Let's stir up that vision.